Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 62, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your co-host, Fonny. Fonny, the impossible finally happened. Hell froze over. Do you want to tell the audience <laughs> yep. what happened? <laughs> uh, yep. Um, man, how do I explain this in, in, a, in a good, succinct way? Uh, Jazzy got beamed. I got Jazzy beamed. got beamed real hard. I got beamed real yep. bad. So, a very generous benefactor made sure that the beating happened tonight. A very generous benefactor finally met the the bet of $350. And now I am standing for this episode because I got fucking beaned. And it was awful. Um, and it smells like terrible up here. Also, funny, it looks like your camera is not on. Oh, no. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. No. Here. Let me fix that. Yes, indeed. Um, There's Bonnie. Yeah. Oh, and I should probably make my light better. Yes. Oh, I think your light's fine, actually. So while Bonnie is fixing... Oh, wait, nope. There you are. Okay, cool. Oh, God. Am I leaking? No. Okay, I'm not leaking. Oh. It's just sweat. <laughs> <laughs> this, One fear. I was going to say, this is, uh, this is a lot <laughs> right now. Uh... Let's get right into the, the housekeeping and just get this episode going. Uh, we have mm-hmm. a GoFundMe up on adultswithgod.com that is to help with one of our community members' moving costs that's still up there on the homepage of adultswithgod.com. So if you feel so inclined, that is a much better cause to throw money at than me. Uh the other thing is, let's call me Joe, just drop some big muns on Fonny for some new audio equipment. So thank you, Joe. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. We really I should have new that. audio equipment within the next two weeks. Yeah, next two weeks. Yeah. Probably. Uh, other than that, we have a contest going on right now. Excuse me. We're going hard with the yawns already. Um... Whew, okay, there we go. I'm going to try that again. This episode's going great. <laughs> we have a contest going on right yep. now for my birthday where the winners are going to be announced uh, next week on the 16th, which is my mm-hmm. actual birthday. You can participate by checking out my Twitter where I have a uh, post where you can retweet it and then follow both of my accounts to get entered to win. Or you can answer some of the podcast short answer questions via our email inbox. Uh, the one for this episode will be coming up a bit later. But the last two episodes with their questions are already up and you have one more week. So get those in. Um, I think the only other announcements we have are that you and I, Fani, we're going to be at TeddyCon this November doing a live panel. So definitely check out that event and check out our panel if you go. And also we have our own gathering <laughs> called Dear JazzCon. And you can check out the details for all of that in our Discord, which you can DM me or Fani to get into. Uh, we have our Patreon to talk about. My goodness, there's so much housekeeping. 
I'm so it's 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 so hot in here. What an episode already. In the $1 vanilla tier, we have Damia, Fluffy Nate, Gosh Cheek, Skin Pin, Mel Bent, Panda Bear, Race Star, Red Panda Nobby, and Tone Cluster. $1 gets you a username shoutout, as you can likely hear. In the $5 Kingster tier, which gets you a username, username shoutout. There we go. And some monthly nude pics from me. Or roughly month, because moving is taking a lot out of me. A.B. Michael, Baby L, Bliss Bunny, Briya, Casa, Juicebox, Lucy, Maxi, Skywalker, and the Starling family. And the $10 fascist tier, which gets you all of the below, including some lewd videos of yours truly. An extended shout out. We have Ishi, Jack the Writer, Mommy Katrina, and Scotia. In the $15 center tier, which gets you all the below, including some co-directorial input on the content, we have Kaneko, who writes, Thank you, Big Sis, for keeping the nightlight on and the monsters away. Precious. And in the $20 deviant tier, uh, which gets you all the below, including your name written on me for the content, we have Daddy Gray, who writes, Daddy Gray says, put mint in your bourbon drinks. Jamie Bell, Joe, let's call me Joe, who says, shout out to Dear Jazz for passing the $150 a month goal on Patreon. Indeed, it's very exciting. And Sluggy. Oh, oh my goodness. So much talking. I'm going to firmly pass the talking stick so we can go into our topic of discussion for today's episode, Fonny, which would like to take it away. Great. Sure. Uh, just as a little pre-warning, you might hear my cat in the background. Uh, we got him a couple weeks ago, and he's very, very nice, but also very vocal. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to hang out with me, and now the door's closed, and now he wants out, so... He's probably going to settle back down. But uh, in the meantime, get ready for cute meows. We are blessed this evening. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, uh, I was I was talking to Jazzy earlier, asking her if we wanted to do a topic for tonight. And Jazzy um, had a bit of a fright during a storm earlier. So we uh, decided that we'd talk about little space fears. So I uh, put the question out to the group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After I suggested that Jazzy get a thunder jacket. Which is precious, by the way. And now I need art of that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I put the question out to our Discord group. Um, what people thought that uh, or what people were afraid of in Little Space or what sort of things brought them into Little Space because they were scared of it. And I got a whole bunch of great answers. So we're going to go through them and talk about them. Yeah, go for it. I'm just like typing a message right now. I'm so sorry. I'm very professional. Okay. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And I'm just making it so that I can see all these answers better. Please remove this whenever you format the episode, whenever you do editing. Okay. Uh, Hey, there we go. Yeah, now we can actually see them. Yes, we are professionals. If I seem scattered, it's because I'm dealing with a situation because it's hot and I have to stand for this episode. So if I seem off, that is why. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so uh, just to preface, like the most common answer that we got in here uh, was the dark, being scared of the dark, which I think is very, very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the other ones uh, I think are very reasonable and legit 
fears, even out of little space, like from Ko, uh, who said the shadows and corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scary. Anything could be in there. Is it just a pile of clothes? Is it something more sinister? Who knows? Truly. Um, small Bean says, going to the doctor. Going to the doctor makes her feel small as heck. Um, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Going to the doctor could be very scary. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Skywalker also said the fear of the dark puts him in little space. Um, and Disco uh, brought up the fact that uh, little space makes her upset and afraid that her stuffies might get hurt. Oh. And, uh, yeah, same with Sluggy. Oh. Sluggy's also afraid of their stuffies getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, that's really precious and really sad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then Fluffy Nate and um, Juicebox uh, mentioned loud noises. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I I definitely get on board with the fear of loud noises. Like, I'm the sort of person who will go, ah, Jesus Christ, whenever I hear something like slam. Oh, yeah. Because it just it shocks me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I have to take the name of, the, of, of Jesus in vain because I need to feel in control. <laughs> Heaven forbid! So scary. Not on my good yeah. pagan podcast. You won't. <laughs> yeah, I have offended some people, and to those people, I go, "Okay, but like loud noises are scary, though." They are. You're um, invoking the name for help. Well, yeah, Indeed. yeah. Jesus, please, please make this stop. Please take. The um. Name. Yeah, <laughs> here it is. Please take it off my hands. Uh, Pastel Dinos says, uh, scary weather, um, most specifically loud wind. Oh yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yep. I don't Um, want this to be a call. There was a, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to bring up that, uh, the sort of meme that was going around of what was it? The movie twister or something, or it was just like rated PG for extreme weather. Yeah. It's like, okay, but like, that's scary as well, though. It is. It really is. I think that might be the only film that has the extreme weather tag on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, we already touched on mine, but mine are definitely um, like thunder and inclement weather and also the dark. And going through this mm-hmm. list before the episode, I was thinking about how it's so ubiquitous like um storms the dark and uh, some of these other fears like they keep coming up over and over and Mm -hmm. this isn't a call-out post but uh chloe from the usual bet one of her biggest fears is excuse me is the wind and the sound of like really harsh wind and storms and such so i was Mm -hmm. thinking about like why is that such like a common experience for littles uh and just a little space experience in general and then i was thinking what if it's just a more human experience and it's something that we just kind of learn through socialization is like not okay to voice and is embarrassing to voice and i was thinking like what if that's part of it funny what do you think uh i still get scared of the dark honestly um whenever I like shut off all the lights and go to bed, I do have this irrational fear that if I go into the bathroom alone, there's going to be someone in there or something in there waiting for me because it's dark. Mm -hmm. And I have to like 
muster up my courage to turn on the light and find out. So to other people who are scared of the dark, uh, yeah, I get it. It's scary. It's still scary. It used to scare me a hell of a lot more as a kid. I couldn't go anywhere alone in the dark. I needed a, like a nightlight in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten better about it because I haven't been murdered in the dark yet. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have to put that yet in there because it could yeah. happen. Um, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers, though, that it doesn't. But I don't think that being scared of the dark is anything to be ashamed of. Like, it's a very natural fear. Like, we, we come from people who, you know, had to um, kind of get together for safety and not go out in the dark because they could be killed by some animal who hunts in the nighttime. Right. So, yeah, dark it's, is scary. It is. And it's something that's, like, baked into our instinct through evolution is that dark equals scary Mm -hmm. and that's something that's just never left our species for all these years so whenever so Mm -hmm. are you still scared of the dark i'm like fuck yeah i'm a human being are you not and also dark scary yep yeah so yeah i was was definitely like thinking kind of like i was reading these and i had like that light bulb moment before the show is just like i can get really esoteric on this <laughs> we can do a deep dive on this i definitely want to like yeah peel this open i want to talk about like the psychology excuse me <sighs> yeah yawn number two give it up for yawn number two i definitely mm-hmm. want to do an episode where we just dive into the psychology behind this and try to draw some correlations or at least try to draw some correlations that'd be really cool yeah. Well, I mean, I think the the bridge from being scared of the dark and where we've come from as a species is is a very short little bridge. Mhm. Yeah. So, yeah. for that one, I just, I think it's like that one's explained. It's it's kind of come full circle on itself. Indeed. Um other ones like loud noises are more so startling than just scary. Like, I'm not walking around, and I don't know if anyone else is walking around being anxious that something loud is going to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. That was... Like, um, usually whenever you're anxious about it, you've got some sort of a warning before it happens, or, like, you've seen the signs that a loud noise might happen. I... Oh, sorry. I was about to speak, and a bunch of saliva just welled up in my throat. But, um, I think... Think about those beans, huh? God, it's awful. I think um, we can all relate to school fire drills being terrifying. Like oh, sometimes God, yeah. knowing they were coming and not knowing when, and you're always caught off guard or not knowing mm-hmm. they're coming and they're just out of the blue. Gods, they were terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I still am scared of smoke alarms to this day because I never know when they're going to start screaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reasonable. Yeah. We've only had one... Um, false alarm in this building but that was pretty scary because we've got the the system where it has the flashing light as well oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that was kind of like what the frick is going on my dorm room and i hustled my buns downstairs and then mm-hmm. i interrupted you i'm so sorry oh <laughs> <laughs> we, we thought that the cameras would help this but uh we've 
reverted, it seems. Mm hmm. But yeah, no, in my college. Story, but yeah, no, I, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just enough of a leg between us that we yeah. just kind of keep uh, running into each other. Indeed. I'm going to leave this in just because it's so funny. But I'm going to let you take the talking okay. stick. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I was just going to finish off my story by uh, saying, yeah, it was very, very scary. And so, like, put on my coat and left everything behind. I didn't have a cab at the time, so I didn't have to, like, bundle up, up in my arms or anything. I uh, hustled my bonds out, outside and down the stairs and, like, left out the emergency door. Only to have someone be like, yeah, some teen threw a brick at the building and it set off the fire alarm. What the frick? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, Canada. It's a very silly place. It's a very silly place. In college, um, we had those like same flashing lights in all of the dorm rooms. And um, I, I, by some miracle, wonderful, I was in the largest dorm building for freshmen on campus. And you better believe every single weekend, everyone would get turned. And then what's the funniest thing in the world? pulling the fire alarm and getting a felony. And so mm -hmm. every weekend just going off and off and off. And it put me on such edge. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. One time it actually was on fire. And then I was just like, Oh, well now I'm not going to play around because I don't want to die now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've got on that one. That was a cool little, like a little mini topic. Uh, do we want to keep going on this one or hmm. should we get into the questions? Uh, there's one in here that I think is a little bit funny. Yeah, uh, go for it's it. Taxes. Taxes. And I mean, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah, mood. Taxes suck. Taxes are awful. Looking at that stuff and you, and you automatically feel like you're the biggest idiot on the, on the face of the earth because how do other people do this? What do these numbers mean? Literally, though. All I know is mm -hmm. that the patrons are so generous, I actually did not get a tax return this past year, <laughs> which is a good problem. I and know. also, like, <laughs> fuck, why am I, why is, why is the proletariat getting taxed? But we don't have time to get into that, <laughs> and to, to get into that. Um, taxes are absolutely yeah. scary. I agree. Fonny, you were so kind as to put the show notes in comic sans and i cannot tell you how good that is for my oh, dyslexia yeah. i really appreciate that oh i'm glad yeah so yeah. that being said do you and want I, to take I, I only did a little bit of research yeah <laughs> i did a little bit of research and i i searched up what sort of formatting is best for people with dyslexia and it said um slightly larger font like not like humongous but like size 12 to 14 ish mm -hmm. and then um also, make sure that there's a good, uh, what you might call it, contrast between the, the text and the background, but not, like, um, too much of a contrast. So I made the background light blue. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, that helps my eyes, too. Like, having black text on a light blue background, perfect. I don't know why we don't do this all the time. Truly. Yeah, light blue and also uh, yellow and light yellow are really good colors uh, for backgrounds for me personally. Dyslexia has lots of different forms, okay. but for mine, that's a really good uh, blend for me. I will remember it. Absolutely. You get plus 20 able ally points 
I really appreciate that. Oh, yay. Yes. All right. Yeah, it was really no trouble at all. I saw you like typing in real time. I was like, hey, Bonnie, see what you're doing. And you just like the fucking blush react. I thought it was really precious. Yeah. Yeah. So all that being said, do you want to take the first question? Sure. And we've got looks like seven altogether here. And I've got them staggered so that you and I are taking turns reading. Excellent. So the first one uh, looks like it comes from an email. Is that right? Yes, this is an email and it looks, Mm -hmm. it looks planted, but I promise this is real. And I can like pull it up on my phone and show the camera that this is a real email that I actually got from an email address that wasn't mine. And you'll, you'll hear, excuse me, you'll hear why when you hear funny read it, because this thing is hilarious. So take it away. Yeah. All right. It starts. Dear Jazzy. Did you know that uh, ABU is a fantastic adult baby diaper company? Whether you're a DL that's focused on performance or a little or an AB that wants something cute to send them into headspace, I feel like ABU has something for you. My mommy swears by the symbols and simple ultras in terms of capacity, and the sizing stars on peekaboos really make me feel like a baby that grew bigger but not up. The two-tape and retro pampers-esque design of Super Dry Kids is right out of a time traveler or altered reality story. Did I even grow bigger? If so, why did my diapers grow with me? Just as important, I really admire how ABU as a company always seems to be experimenting and trying new things. Two tapes, four tapes, hook and loop fasteners, fade when wet designs, cloth backed, scented versus unscented, different forms and functions. They don't always hit the mark for everyone every time, and sometimes things get discontinued or kept in light stock as a result, but I have to admire them for keeping up and daring to try new things. There are other niche companies that settle with the same diaper again and again, and then act like it's an amazing new innovation when they changed up the diaper's base color or decorations. It's like Malibu Stacy, but with a new hat. Uh-huh. Curious on yours and Bonnie's thoughts and experiences with the brand. Sincerely, Padded Pontificator. I just want to say, Chad is saying hashtag not sponsored. This is actually not sponsored. Someone legit yeah. sent this to us. And not only are we not sponsored, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I agree with everything that was written in this email. This is a 10 out of 10 email. As promised, I have yeah. I have the email on my phone. This is from Rusty Shackelford. It's it's here. For those hanging out in Discord, here my phone is on the screen. For those not in the Discord, you can hit us up to join it. But this is a very real email that got sent to us, and it is hilarious. So hilarious in that it's just like, it sounds so pitchy, and it's beautiful. Also, yes, that is yeah. a King of the Hill reference, uh, Chad is asking. That is a King of the Hill reference. And I'm just like, I don't know who sent this. <laughs> Clearly, it's Rusty Shackelford. I don't know who that is. But that was an awesome yeah. 10 out of 10 email. And I cannot echo everything it said more than anything i i got nothing <laughs> funny do you have anything because i got nothing well this uh rusty shackleford person uh if i can be their best friend and just listen to them talk all day i would love that i would I love too. that honestly like if they talk the way that they write um i would be so entertained by whatever they talk about think about talk about um eyeliner mm-hmm. and i'd be like wow okay I'm down to listen to this for half an hour. Uh, and they're wondering about uh, our thoughts and experiences with ABU and uh, two words, maybe one word. I don't know how it's, how it's spelled. 
really. Uh, bunny hops. That is two words. That's it. Bunny hops. <laughs> bunny hops. Okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so but you know how like some are just like, oh, it's one word. Bunny yeah. hops. Uh, yeah. That's that's my experience. And yes. So I have two things. One, I want this person to do stand up at Capcom. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I want stand-up of this human. Two, I want uh, just to talk about how ABU was actually my first ABDL diaper ever. Uh, this was before Little Paws came out, so Space were out, I think. Little Paws were, like, brand spanking new, and then Space was out at the time, or, like, Little Paws was announced but not out yet or something. So a long time ago. And um, I had the opportunity to order some other brands when I was um, away in college. I just never had, I never willed up the guts to do it. So when I moved home to Cleveland to go to audio school here, I actually had them mailed to my parents' house where I was living at the time. And the packaging was perfectly discreet and no one batting an eye at anything. And I still remember using my first ABU space as like my first experience in I just I remember how like right it felt like how correct it felt and it, it was just like I'm home it was beautiful and uh, as ABU was still growing as a company at the time I actually DM'd them on Twitter on my old account <laughs> like a selfie of pre-transition me this is when I was still male identifying that's how long ago this was but I sent them like, look, I did the thing. Thank you so much. I love it so much. And they they wrote back really quickly like, oh, you look great, kiddo. Thank you so much. It was such like a beautiful experience. So that is my experience mm. with ABU. Again, hashtag not sponsored. I just want to make that abundantly clear. I actually feel wonderful about this brand. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, they've hit all the right chords with mm -hmm. me personally and I became a convert to them uh I started out with Bambino I started mm -hmm. out with the Bambino Bellissimos because it was like the thing that everyone talked about at the time whenever I was getting into um like adult baby stuff and then a while later I, I heard that some of my friends really liked ABU and I was like well I'm a Canadian I'm gonna have to have them shipped across the border Ugh, what a what a chore but uh, then I was able to try some, I think, through a friend of mine. And yeah, have not looked back. Bunny hops all the way. Bunny hops all the way. ABU, I please sponsor me. <laughs> I will say nice things about you. We will say For the so simple many... cost of bunny hops. We will say so many nice things. That's Ooh. all I got on this one. Shall we go forward? Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, of course. Okay. So this one is from Pastel Dinos, pronouns she, her. Dear Blort Squad, as Pride Month is here and we're still in a pandemic, I don't think there are going to be many parades or opportunities to throw bricks at cops this year. Hell yeah. Uh, so what are some chill, creative ways to celebrate Pride Month? Bonus points for ideas are extra gay, potentially literally, and extra cheap. Best, your local ass eater, local ass eaters union rep, Pastel Dinos, she, her. Uh, also, that was the first time reading through a question with Comic Sans, and I didn't, I barely stumbled on that. That was really good. Oh, thank you, Fonda. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to keep doing it. Yes. So, isolated, pride celebratory 
things that are cheap, literally, and extra gay. What do we think? I think making uh, cardboard or um, construction paper loop um, banner or streamer things where you take your construction paper, cut it into strips, and then make those into little chain links. Yeah. And then hanging them all over the house in rainbow colors. Mm -hmm. You get to do arts and crafts. You can do. And it's not too expensive. Perler beads. You can also do like Mm -hmm. bracelets or like tie friendship bracelets of like your favorite pride flag colors that'd be cute oh yeah oh yeah yeah so all um, i do is like super face painting arty. yes face painting how did i forget that face painting oh <laughs> yeah uh extra gay potentially literally and extra cheap um Making some rainbow grilled cheese or rainbow pancakes. Mm-hmm. Anything to do with glitter. Anything to do with glitter. But like maybe biodegradable glitter. Yeah. Ooh, go collect like leaves and flowers from the park and use a, a hole punch to make confetti out of them. Cute. Oh my god, I love that. Mm-hmm. Is that how people are doing? Or you like, can use bi- a slap chop to make them into confetti real quick. <laughs> God. Yeah. You're going to love my nuts. You're going to love my nuts. Clap, 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 clap. I, <laughs> fucking Vince is one of my favorite human beings. He is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, honestly. Yeah, that's uh, the human poster child for cocaine, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but. <laughs> I was nowhere near ready enough to hear the poster child for cocaine. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, extra literally, extra cheap, extra gay, not cocaine. Um, honestly, yeah. so many arts and crafts and baking. Those are such like perfect go-tos. And anything can be extra gay mm-hmm. if you make it. Yeah. And rainbow sprinkles are not expensive. It's true. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do the next one? Yep. Awesome. Yeah, of course. Oop. There we oh, go. I'm, I'm so excited for this one. It's this- from Sluggy, a little pet Sluggy with 100% E, uh, she, her, who writes, Dear Jazzy, Poor, and Free the People, Fawny. Um, here's my dog. I asked if you wanted to see a picture of him 20 episodes ago, and I'm now I'm finally delivering from Slug. And it's a picture of a pup. And it's a small black pup with a little bit of white around their muzzle and a blue collar with a little bone, little metal tag on it. He's kind of side-eyeing the camera with it and his ears are flopped down. So cute. It's a dogo with the floppy ears. This is a yeah. high this is a high quality popper. This is a ten yes. out of ten doggo. Yep. This is a full ten. This might be the best submission we've ever gotten to the show. Ever. Oh, I don't know. It's debatable, but I, I do agree. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Best. Best. All right. Consensus. Next question. This is from hmm. person alias pronouns. He, him, dear Jazzy. Serious question. If AB diapers were monsters, who uh, would be what? 
and who would win in a fight from person alias p.s if you're not big on monsters pokemon are acceptable too as they are a kind of monster after all that is true they are pocket monsters so hmm so i think we can all agree that the the blue husky peekaboo is very clearly my fursona <laughs> so that's the kind of monster or cryptid that one would be but i always thought that the that the giraffe peekaboo looked like the pokemon giraffe rig mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and i'd have to think about it's the, true it's true though and i'd have to think about the other ones but i feel like oh i forget i think north shore they're the ones that did like the tie-dye one i think the tie-dye megamax yeah north shore Meg- yeah i can i can just imagine that as like some sort of like cryptid that lives in a van and like takes the form of like like a grateful dead like hippie but it's not a it's not a human it's like a cryptid and like it's like a shapeshifter and then it's like ooh like hypnotizes you that's a special power it goes like wee, 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 with like a beam of like tie-dye that's a, that's it's like superpower funny what do you got <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh yeah if baby diapers were monsters they would definitely be like um what do you call it the shapeshifter um Oh no, I'm blanking on the D&D monster that you often find is a treasure chest, but it's not a treasure chest. You know oh, what I'm mimic. talking about? The mimic. The mimic, yes. Yeah. So yeah, the diaper is obviously the mimic where it just like opens up and engulfs you and you're just like, well, guess I'm baby now. Oh my God. that's So I think it would win. That's perfect. I love that. I think (laughs) I would absolutely just give into it. I'd be like, okay. It's just like, okay, this is fine. I accept this. That sounds like something out of like Mm -hmm. escape from sunny paws nursery, that old text adventure game that I was trying to remember a few weeks ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Now we have to think of another one. What's another. Okay. What would be, what would your favorite bunny hops be? I feel like Baneri from Pokemon or low punny. Uh, yeah, Baneri's a good candidate. And then there was, like, a couple of new rabbit Pokemon from the, like, newest generations of Pokemon. And I'm a bad Pokemon fan. I didn't play, like, the newest two games, so I don't know their names. I haven't either. But yeah, one of the rabbit Pokemon. Very cute ones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Law Bunny is a sweetheart. And, uh, definitely part of all my team's where, like, they're suspiciously sexy Pokemon. Yeah. Like Serena and Gardevoir. I was about to say Gardevoir. Yeah. Gardevoir has no business being as fucking, like, mommy as she is. She is, well, I'm using she Gardevoir is, yeah, Gardevoir is just the Renamon of Pokemon. She totally You know what I'm is. saying? Yes. That's <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to, like go there but like Gardevoir is one of the first like oh my god everyone wants to fuck her Pokemon of Pokemon it's so true I didn't even think about that that's so accurate that's going to be like part of the episode (laughs) title it's just like Gardevoir is the Renamon of Pokemon (laughs) I'm going to figure out how to put that in the title oh no is that my legacy? no (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. No, 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 no. It's not going to be that. You know, it's funny because I was like, okay. when I was initially doing the planning of doing this show and starting Dear Jazzy in the beginning, I was thinking like, what if this takes off? How funny would it be if someone did, you know how people do like podcasts, like animated, like segments from like anime segments, segments from Game Grumps or from My Brother, My Brother and Me or from Critical Role. And it's just like the funny moments animated. I'm thinking about like what moments from the show would someone single out and use? And I think... <laughs> The Gardevoir and Renamon discussion might just make the cut in my mind. I have like a running tally of like, what would be the best moments for someone to animate? And that is it. Aside from the cryptid that goes wee 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 with its tie dye and everything. <laughs> this is oh a great God. question. Thank you, Personalius. Personalius always has like the funnest questions because we just get to go off on like a little adventure and then come back. All right. Yep. Let's do this. And next. I think we've uh, both. Uh, oh, yeah. Just one more note. I think we've both concluded that uh, the diaper would win in all situations. Yes. The mimic, the diaper mimic would totally win in all of those contests. Yeah. All right. So this one is from Skywalker Ranch. Take it away, Fani. All right. Yeah, uh, Skywalker Ranch, uh, pronouns he, him, asks, Dear Jam and Jazzy and Fuss and Fawny. Wow, I take great offense to that. I was going to say, damn. Or, <gasps> oh! Yeah. <laughs> damn. <laughs> D-A-M-B. Yeah, uh, but Skywalker, I still love you, uh, and he knows this. Uh, he asks, so what is your biggest pet peeve regarding ABDL or other related fetishes, aside from serious issues like gatekeeping? Mine is judging people based on tape drops. Some things are just hard for babies. Uh, from Rancher of Skywalks, Skywalker Ranch. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take this one first or do you want me to go first? Ooh, you can go first on this one. I still need time to think. Okay. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone comes into the community, which is very, very heavily LGBT, very heavily, and starts spouting off some dumb shit. I cannot stand that because it's just like, do you know where you are? And do you know who built this? And then they come in with some like crazy homophobic or transphobic stuff. And it's like, you're new here, aren't you? <laughs> and it's so awkward and embarrassing on their part for them to be voicing the stuff that they are in a community as like open and engaging and as diverse as truly diverse as ABDL and BDSM is to come in with their mm -hmm. opinions and to basically like prude it up. And it's like, <laughs> buddy, you got off on the wrong bus stop. You got off at rock bottom when you're looking for a bikini bottom. So that is one of my biggest pet peeves. I think my other one is just like random people in the DMs going like. <laughs> Whenever I get one of those in the DMs, it's like, oh, boy. But I did have very nice DM and I'm going to give this person a shout out. Yes, Fonny. 
Can you uh, cover what uh, people send to you again? Whenever you said it into your microphone, it didn't come through quite oh, right yeah. on my end. Yes, of course, of course. I'm going to take the windscreen off so it's extra loud. I'm going to cut the mic so make sure you hear it. <laughs> exactly like that. Exactly like that. So I did get a very wonderful DM from Dolce Rupup on Twitter uh, who writes, OMG, I had no idea you were Jazzy from Dear Jazzy. Uh, saw me in like a thread or something. Love the podcast. Daddy great. And of course, your adorableness. You'll always find a way to make my days filled with smiles. Hope you're staying safe. And of course, a good girl. The emoji with like the tongue and then heart heart. And I was like, that's the kind of shit that like makes me want to get out of bed in the morning. Like that's what gives me energy. I love stuff like that. And like I cried. I, I'll totally admit I definitely cried at that. So that is like the antithesis of my pet peeves. It's just like, ah, it's it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like I huffed like a whole thing of just like fresh mint. My whole body felt like cleansed. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. All right. Your turn. What are your pet peeves? Ooh. Okay, I have a, just a couple. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves is it's, it is related to gatekeeping, but it's very specific. It's ageism mm-hmm. in the community where someone will be like, oh, you're too old for this. Yeah. Like, I I totally accept, like, gatekeeping teenagers out because, honestly, like, no minors in kink. Get the fuck out of here until you're 18. But yeah. whenever someone's like, oh, you're, like, 40, you're too old for this. It's like, excuse you. Literally. Those people were the ones who built this community. Literally. In, like, their letter writing and, like, old school forums. So, yeah, that's one pet peeve. Another pet peeve is uh, whenever I see other people's art and they just... The the shape of the diaper is so wrong. (laughs) And I I just kind of want to, like go in there with my red crayon and just kind of fix it and be like, have you tried looking at a picture of a diaper to like understand how it works? (laughs) I know that that sometimes it's hard, but they're readily available to look at. (laughs) That's a hot take, Fonny. That's a really hot take. Sorry. No, no, no. That's a good take. I agree. And I know that like, I'm not the um, the whole authority on how to draw diapers, but like sometimes you just look at it and you're like, "What? What friggin' philosophy? What physics are you following that this is a good shape?" <laughs> I love just your like raw disgust at it. It's so, like, <laughs> you know, it's palpable <laughs> how angry you are about this. I'm living for it. It doesn't affect my life at all. I just, I like other people's art to be high quality, too. I want mm-hmm. them to try their best. You know, it does affect my life. They don't have life. to. Oops, sorry. Oh no! Yeah, no. Our our timing is just there's there's too much lag between us, so we're just going to be running into each other no matter what. Yeah, no. My internet has been really bad lately. I'm pretty sure the ISP caught on that we're moving soon, and they're like, "Oh, fuck you too, Jazzy. We're going to fuck up your internet." I'm pretty sure that's what's going oh. on. But um, yeah. 
with something that does affect my life is when people are ageist about um, the community, specifically because whenever I go to the dungeon, it is so, so skewed for the 40 plus, 50 plus, 60 plus crowd. And I'm easily the youngest person there. So whenever, and it's awesome because there's so many people with so much experience, literally decades in the scene have been doing this like since they were my age and they're like in their sixties now. So whenever I see like a twerp running around on Twitter and they're just like, anyone who's an ABDL over 40 is a pedophile. You're so creepy. You're problematic. It's like you and your dumb takes can promptly get out because these people built the community and everything that we do now is because they exist. And that's why, that's why Gen X and baby boomer generation and GI Gen people are so integral to the BDSM scene and community because they built it. And we millennials and then zoomers know what we know because of the legacy that they set up. So whenever I see someone getting super ageist and yucky on Twitter, it's just like, not only are you making yourself look stupid, you're also making a lot of really awesome people feel really uncomfortable and unwelcome and not safe in Mm -hmm. the community that they helped create all those years ago. And that just, it really does break my heart. And it's like, mm -mm, no, we don't do that here in the DJ crew. Yeah. Um, I, I also want to ask, who, I want to ask those ageist people, where do you think the mantra safe, scene consensual came from? It didn't come from nowhere. It no, from it came from the, all those people who had experience, who said, what are the things that are important to us? Here they are. Here's our teaching. Who do you think runs the diaper companies? <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, I get that it's a lot of millennials, but who do you think started all that? Who do you think runs the factories? Mm -hmm. Who do you think works in, like, the corporate side of it? Who do you... Who do you think runs the conventions? Who do you think does all this? (laughs) Who do you think runs FetLife? Oh, my God. (laughs) I could go on and on about this topic. Yeah, so <laughs> I think we've uh, we've done a pretty good job of uh, clearing out all the cobwebs on that one. Indeed. Okay, this next one is from uh, Kaneko, who writes, Dear Jazzy and Fonny, I accidentally sent a link to my mom that was rather intense in AB nature. How do I recover? Sincerely, the kitten under the table hiding. For context, it was text. I sent... Please don't open that, but GG fam, pronounce she her. And then the image alt text is, uh, it's of a tweet, uh, a tweet with text that reads, don't be silly, baby. You'll be using your diaper for everything, including messes End quote. The image shows a woman holding a laxative with a gloved hand. She is wearing a shirt that reads my favorite people call me mommy in the background. There are straps, cuffs and locking mittens. That was very, very good alt text. That was really good. A bit of an expert at uh, being, able, being able to describe things. Indeed. I think. I concur. Yeah. I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm-hmm. 
So I actually have personal experience with this. Um, when I was in my band, I accidentally sent a link to uh, an adult size passy to the other guitarist in the band. And I sincerely hope he's not listening. Uh, my accidentally sent a link to him where I was trying to send a link from reverb.com to like a piece of gear that we were looking at buying. And thankfully at the time, Facebook had the delete uh, message function. So I smacked the delete button and he was like, what was the other link you sent? And I was just like, you didn't see it. Did you? And he was just like, I don't think I did. I was just like, good. Keep that way. But I don't know for sure if he saw it or not, or if he was playing dumb. But in that, in, in that band, I had already established myself as like, I am the weird one with all the kinks. I am weird. If you see anything weird from me, don't be surprised. And that came up definitely a lot. We actually made friends <laughs> with a, This is a side tangent. We made one of our closest friendships with other bands. It was the dead of December. We were hanging out in the tour van before our set, just like practicing and doing our, running through our chops. And the headliner of the night comes out to our tour van and goes on the window. And they all wave with big, dumb smiles and they're waving outside. And then we all turn and we look at them. They're a pop punk band. We are an emo band. We look at them like, like really mean looks. So I dropped, I dropped trowel and push my princess parts against the frozen over window. And I hear from outside, they go, Whoa. And then we open up the door <laughs> without pulling my pants up. And I go, Hey, what's up? You're the headliner, right? And they're like, yeah, what's up? You're the opener. And we're like, yeah, what's up? And then we got pizza and then they brought us out to their hometown to play a show. And it was a beautiful friendship. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So they also took us on tour to New Jersey. That was pretty cool. But case of the point, I had already like established myself in that area as just like nothing surprises anyone, but this is with your mother. So that's probably a little bit different. Um, You did send me additional context. I'm not sure if that's safe to read on the show. So I'm going to omit it for now, but based on the context you already sent me, I would say like, this is likely just one more thing. Oh, excuse me. Yawn number three. This is likely mm-hmm. just one more thing, and it's probably not one of those things where it's just like, it's a surprise, but it's still awful and embarrassing. Like, when I was moving out of my old apartment into this townhouse with Daddy, my parents were helping me move, and they absolutely came across some of my stuff. And I was like, fuck. And, uh... I came up with the excuses like, oh, yeah, it's probably my exes. And they totally didn't buy it, but they did it for like for my sake. And it was awful and embarrassing. And I think the best advice I can give is just like, like walk it off as best you can. If you like actively trying to downplay it and make it shown that you're very awkward, it will like remain in the memory. But if you just like don't touch it and just kind of let it sink out of your memory, it'll sink out of their memory too. So that's what I would say. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. That like, as long as you just kind of treat it as if it was just like, almost nothing. Like, oh, sorry, I sent that, but please don't open it. Please just move past it. Then I'll probably be like, okay, I have no reason to be overly curious about this. 
as long as you're making or not making a huge deal out of it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you'll forget about it. And maybe sometimes it'll come up and you'll be like, oh, fuck, I did send that. I hope they didn't open it. But like, if they don't come after you for it, then there's no reason to worry. Yeah. And it sounds like she's, your mom is kind of cool. So I think you'll be okay. Yeah. That being said, y'all number four. Excuse me. It's been a day, Fawny. Let me tell you something. It has really been a day for me. (laughs) So. Yeah, you've got beans in your diaper. I got your fourth yawn. (laughs) I'm on my fourth yawn. I'm on my period. There's beans in my pants. It is a day, y'all. Let's go to the next question. This one is from you. So I'm going to let you read it with complete with the no, Brian, I'm not sitting on it. I'm kneeling on the floor because I don't want beans all over my desk chair. That's gross. Uh, Fanny, I'm going to let you read this one to <laughs> me. Of course. Yeah. And then whenever it's time to answer, it is all yours. All right. All right, this is from me, Free Range Fawny, uh, and I ask, Dear Jazzy, I have a question about how to answer someone else's question. At work, I have a friend. She's middle-aged and loves to chat about current events, but some of her thoughts and opinions are a bit stuck in the past. She wants to understand transgender people, but can't quite figure out why people want to transition in the first place. Her reason for being unsure is because gender shouldn't limit someone to acting and dressing whichever way they want, so why transition at all? My on-the-spot answer to her was that every trans person is different and will have their own reason, and that it's more nuanced than clothing and cho- clothing choices and mannerisms. I also told her that there's just more to it that I don't know. Jazzy, how would you answer my friend's question? With love, Fawny, who can't see her fridge because it's covered in Jazzy's accomplishments. Blush. OMG. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I should send you the JPEG that Podbean sent me to congratulate us on 10,000 downloads and we can throw that on each of our fridges for s- we did this. Ding. Yeah. There we go. I'll put your metal on my fridge. You'll you can put mine on yours. Just boop. There we go. So how I would respond to this is how I responded to uh my father. Uh who is really, really awesome and like a super good ally. Um, at the time when I first came out, he was still learning and didn't know a lot of the stuff, but since then he's awesome. And I'm saying this because I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. My dad's awesome, but he was learning at the time. So please don't let this be come off as negative in regards to him. Um, he asked me basically the same exact question. And I responded to him, I don't really see myself dressing or acting any different. And if you look at me now, I'm just wearing a t-shirt. I've got like some short punky kind of like, I think Gray referred to it as baby dyke hair. And I think that's the cutest word I've ever heard in my life in regards to my haircut. So it's just like, I have a very just like andro gender presentation an expression as it were while being a hundred percent binary female identifying. So how I, how I described it to my dad is that, um, I can wear whatever I want and that hasn't stopped me in the past. Like I've totally 
have done when I was male identifying. I've, I did drag before I did cross play at conventions. I did all sorts of stuff and it never stopped me for transitioning. I can't put on clothes to magically have boobs or a vagina and I can't put on clothes to make my skin thinner. I can't put on clothes to give me estrogen. And the analogy I used for him is that when he was a kid, he wanted to go to the NFL. A lot of people do want to go into professional sports when they're young. And I said, what if when you were young, when you were my age, someone told you that you could take the one of these pills a day and you would become an NFL star. And he said, that sounds great. And I said, well, that's me with HRT. I take these pills once a day and I become a woman and I enter the body that I finally feel at home in. And I really do like feel at home in like my own skin and my own body in my own like flesh vehicle as it were. And it's not something Joe saying, ah, no, it was really cute. And that's something that like clothes and expressions and mannerisms can't, can't do is um, the actual physical parts And the biggest part for me was like my sensation of touch is because I'm so tactile and my sense of touch is so unbelievably sensitive. That was one of the biggest positives for HRT for me. Obviously, boobs are nice. And the thinning out of my filial hairs. (laughs) I'm glad you like Fleshmobile. That's that's really funny. But the thinning out of my body hairs, uh, the thinning of my skin and becoming softer and more sensitive And just like all the other physiological things, the fat redistribution, none of that could have been achieved with anything short of medical intervention. So that is the answer that I gave to him. And that is the answer that I would give to this person with the specific caveat that this is my experience with my own gender identity. And there are a lot of other trans women that do have a very, very high femme presentation and expression, whereas I do not have a very femme expression. So for my case, that is, that is my answer. That's a really good answer. Thank you. Thank you for explaining that to me. Yeah, of course. Thank you for the question. That was really, really good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A bit of a book though to read. I admit it it was a little Um, bit of a book, but it was a very worthy book. And that was, I'm really glad that we got to talk about that on the show. And hopefully that illuminates someone out there listening. Yeah, me too. And um, yeah, I feel like questions like this do have to be prefaced just because like, it is kind of a nuanced topic, right? Like every Mm -hmm. person who asks is going to ask for a different reason. And every person who answers is going to answer with a different explanation. Yeah, absolutely. But I think the one specific part about you saying, what if there was a pill to help you become the person you really want to become? That's, that's perfect. Cause like at the end of the day, after all the clothes and everything are off, you still have a body. Yeah. And what if you could take a pill make your body match up to what you want it to be. Right. What if you could take a pill to be happy with how you look in pictures? Literally. That's what it is. 
Yeah. <laughs> I used to hate yeah. how I looked in pictures and now I can actually smile for the camera. I mean, hell, I make my money mm-hmm. taking pictures and videos of my body. I think that should just yeah. be like, that should be like such like a huge thing. Like this is the, the positive effects that HRT can have on a trans person. It made me actually like my body, which was a previously impossible feat. Yeah. So yeah. it's, uh, would you say that it's a little more than skin deep? Ah, that's really good. (laughs) That was really good. I like that. All right. Fonny, thank you for for the one once every episode. (laughs) Yes. One, one caregiver joke per episode. Fonny, that was a absolutely fantastic question. And I really want to thank you for asking that. Thank you. Yeah. So this next one. Please advance. Slide. Wait, is that the last slide? It is. Oh my god. Yeah. Look at us. We're just pounding through this. We're so efficient. <laughs> We're good at it. We're professionals. All what right. is this? Two weeks in a row that we get through in like an hour? Yeah. No. I was like. All right, after this one, I think we can talk about the contest for the week. But it's like, oh, shit, here it is. So now I now I got to like, fuck, now I got to look for <laughs> now I got to look for the questions for for this week. Oh, I, I was unprepared. No, don't apologize. This is good. This is a good problem. Where did my notes go, my dude? Quick, funny. Uh, kill time. Uh, OK, so. I have my cat in the background. Uh, he's really come around to be more of a loving cat recently. Um, we've only had him for like a week and a half. Oh, okay. No, but I, I want to he hear won't more about leave your me cat. alone, Aww. and it's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he just did a yawn. He just his yawned. name is Smarty. You know, he, he just <laughs> and did a big yawn for me. Like I'm, I'm not watching. Oh my god! He's pretending that he's not totally in love with me. Yeah, he's in the cool kid phase of being a cat. (laughs) Okay, so this is the third and final question. Reminder that in one week, uh, the contest will close and we will announce the winners live on the show on June 16th. So question number three, the last question. If you were the president of ABDL, just the whole community... How would you improve the community? One more time, that is, if you were the president of ABDL, how would you improve the community? You can send in your answers to dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. Funny. Oh, kitty. Oh, he's doing a heckin' stretch. Look at that <laughs> long boy. Look at this long gentleman. Yeah. Long, sir. So, Yes. Fluffy orange long cat. Long. So you can submit those <laughs> to dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. Fanny and I will review them, pick the best answers, and send you a $100 APU gift card. Fanny, let's wrap up the show. Tell us where we can send you money. Hey. Oh, <laughs> you're not going to ask where people can find me? That's. Well, that's fair. I feel like um, sending yeah, you people, money is part of like finding you. You know what I mean? It's true. Um, but 
money is not always needed, but I do appreciate every like and comment I get on all of my platforms. Uh, mm. And people can find all of my work and all of my great comments on uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash funnyabdl. And then they can also find me on Patreon if they do want to give me a little bit of their pocket change. And that's also patreon.com slash funnyabdl. I'm not searchable through there because I'm an adult creator, so you're going to have to like actually find my link. My link is also conveniently located at the At Odds With God um, website, where I'm linked kind of on the main page there with my link tree. Mm. And uh, yeah, if you want something like a commission, I've got my commission links up there. And I hope you like what I produce. Indeed. And I have been none other but your host, Jasmine Starshine. Thank you so much once again for listening. You can find me online at at Lil Jazzy Baby on Twitter. That's my primary social media. Or on Discord at Jasmine Starshine 0001. You can also email uh, me, Fonny, the show, anyone here at Adults with God at DearJazzyPodcast at gmail.com. And speaking of which... Oh, wait, no, I can't say that yet. Our Patreon is the best way to support the show. As we were talking about... Uh, we just hit the $150 uh, goal, which on Patreon I wrote, that is where I'm able to, able to put a lot more focus into the show. So thank you so much to everyone for helping make that a reality. I really do appreciate it. And now we can say the part where I go, swallow the spit. Dear Jazzy's an at oddswithgod.com production. Please visit us online at, at oddswithgod.com. There you can check out Camp Buddy. You can check out our episode archive, my links, Fonny's links, our GoFundMe campaign, everything that's related to us, the show, and the production company. You can find it there on the website. I have been Jasmine Starshine. I've been Fonny. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ew. I hate Ew. that word. I funny enough, I actually installed the uh auto moderator on the server and only blacklisted Pog, Pogger, and Pog Champ in it.